And I remember I DM'd Roy Woods on like uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, he was at, probably at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think of that either because like this guy has no time to answer DMs usually. I'm, I'm expecting right. Um, but Christmas, yeah, I know New Year's Eve. I'm like this guy's probably at home, so I sent it and like midnight the guy answers. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Col- Culture Vulture. Whoa, almost slipped up there. I'm your host, Casey. I'm Raf. And today we got a pretty big guest. We got someone special for your artsies, your shoe customizer lovers, everything. We got Dutty in the house. Seriously. Let's go. How are you? Doing? <laughs> Good, you? So, what you been up to lately? Same old, man, honestly. Just uh, working on canvas pieces now, kind of slowly getting out of customs, honestly, but. Uh, yeah, just diversifying as much as possible. So, uh, canvas pieces for the moment, uh, maybe some more denim pieces. With uh, whom have you worked uh, for canvases? Canvases? I've done Apartment 200 recently in the Club Montreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, so I got one in Apartments, one in Subu, uh, one in, I mean, actually, I think there's two in Apartments. There's a, a location in Toronto I think I have a painting in right now. So, I'm still new to the canvas game, so uh, figuring that out as it goes, but, uh, Apartment 200 is probably my biggest collapse so far in terms of canvases. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, quickly, for the people that don't know, what do you do exactly? Do do? Like, oh, man, it's hard to describe. Uh, I would describe myself probably as like a creative more than anything else, because my, my work actually like varies in a lot of different art forms. So I started out doing customs, painting shoes, and then I moved into like denim pieces, clothing. Uh, then I did some food art, which is something that I've been in recently. Like I've done... Uh, like portraits out of Oreos, out of Skittles, out of like pizzas, out of random oh, stuff like that. Sick, yeah. uh, so that's the food art section of it. Now I'm graduating into canvases and more traditional pieces. So uh, I don't know how you would boil that, boil that down to one title, uh, in but, term, but yeah. I guess artist, creative in that sense. But uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to describe myself in that sure. regard. So where does the inspiration lie? Like, where do you find all that? Where do you seek your yeah your art? Like my uh, like inspiration wise. Mm-hmm. Depends what I'm trying to do for sneakers. I think like uh, I'm often compared to this artist Slumpy Kev in New York, who's kind okay, of like, yeah, yeah. the kingpin of mm-hmm. uh, sneaker customs. So, um, in terms of customs, that was like my main source of inspiration. Also, the shows that I grew up watching, like uh, being a kid, like a '90s kid, a lot of good cartoon shows we grew up on. So, uh, so many good. Cartoons. Yeah, exactly. So the inspiration was pretty set right there like the shows that I grew up loving I often tried to paint them as much as possible even the clients that I had for customs were like probably the same age as me or maybe a bit older they had like you know they like courage cowardly dog all these things so the shows I was painting for them the same shows that I like to watch myself um, food art same thing man like I'll, I'll, I'll try to make pieces around the characters of the shows that I really like growing up so for example I've done an Oreo portrait of Batman like the Dark Knight trilogy something I really like so I, I tried to pay homage to that in an art piece. Canvases, is, I mean, all, honestly, all my work is gonna be around cartoons or okay. nostalgic things as much as possible, anime, cartoons, mm-hmm. stuff like that. These are the things that I have an interest in, and so I try to keep my art centered around that as much as possible. Okay, so straight off, three cartoons, favorite, doesn't have oh, to be favorite, man. no orders, straight off. Three, three of my favorite? Yeah. I'd probably say like, well, Spongebob's got to be there for sure. I think okay. Spongebob is just, <laughs> is just a gem, man. Like from the writing, from the episode, from the characters. 
it's a gem. It's a national treasure, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, fairly off. Parents is super strong, in my yeah, opinion. Timmy Turner, man. Yeah, he was Timmy just an average kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the, the show, honestly, there's a character in the show, Big Daddy. Pause. Uh, <laughs> he's like a mobster, like a fairy that's like references the Godfather and stuff. I'm Italian, so I love that character. Um, fairly off. Parents, SpongeBob. There's so many good ones, man. Ed and Eddie's solid. Courage and Cowardly Dogs are really Ooh. good. Oh, what was it's that? It's just way too many, man. There's this one where it's like, I keep forgetting the name of it, but it's just a bunch of kids and they're all good at different sports. Good like, there's a goalie. Um, oh, I think it might be Rocket Power. Yeah, Rocket Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly Rocket Power. Yeah, that like, was my go-to show. Yeah, Rocket oh, Crazy you mentioned that because growing up, that was, me, my, that was my favorite show of all time. Rocket it was on TV for a very short amount of time. But rock car was a shit, man. It like was they used to surf, they used to skateboard, everything, they used to street hog, everything. It was wild. And Michael they're just Tito. all good at it. Yeah, Tito. Tito. Yeah. There was. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm forgetting all the kids' names now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was a hell of a show too. Freaking, and I liked um, what's it? The Weekenders. I don't yeah. know if anyone was on that, like Disney or Family, yeah. the Family Channel. They had the shows. Yeah, Recess was good. Recess, ooh, Boondocks. TJ, oh, Boondocks. That yeah, just, honestly, we grew up in a golden era for, for cartoons, for anime as well. I do think Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, those like Dragon Ball Z, all those honestly, I feel pins of that. So, um, so, I mean, that's why, I mean, the, my childhood was centered around these shows. And those are things that I have passion about. So I try to keep my artwork and everything that I do centered around those things. Uh, I try to keep it authentic to the things that I actually have an interest in. Like, yeah. What do you currently watch? Uh, like currently modern? watch? Oh man. Uh, I mean, SpongeBob's still on. I think honestly, I, I, it's hard for me to get into new cartoon shows. Mm -hmm. I've given a lot of them a chance. They just don't hit the same as like the ones that are from like the early 2000s, yeah. late 90s. So honestly, I'm guilty of just rewatching the old same really? stuff over and over again. Because like a show like SpongeBob, as much as I've watched episodes like thousands of times, it still makes me laugh. It's still like. Sometimes I forget about episodes or forget about certain references, but re-watching it, you're like, oh, this is still a, a Honestly, it's so light. It's such a light show to yeah, watch. Exactly, it's, like, exactly. it's just easy to watch. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to get into new things, honestly, so I'm, I'm guilty of re-watching the same things over and over. I would have thought seeing like your references to My Hero Academia or yeah. Attack on Titan, you wouldn't been on to re recent anime. Have you watched any or not that much? Most, I mean, a lot of times I've watched anime shows because I have a piece like that's gonna be centered around that. So a lot of times that I've been painting, for example, Attack on Titan, uh, like My Hero Academia, these are shows that are being requested from clients of mine for for customs. And for me to in order for me to, I feel like I need to do the piece justice. Mm -hmm. I'll actually watch the show while I'm painting it, just so I can see how the characters are drawn, like mm -hmm. different angles. Like it, because sometimes you'll see pictures of a character, his his hair may be green, yeah. but if you actually watch the show, it's like a, a lighter shade or mm -hmm. a darker shade. So I try to get as many references of the characters that I'm painting by watching the show. So um, I've watched My Hero Academia, I've watched Attack on Titan, mm -hmm. I've watched um, Dragon Ball Z, all those ones. I mean, not to the full extent. Like people are like, oh, you paint one piece. I'm not watching all of one piece. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. billion episodes. <laughs> you know, like I have other things to do. But um, Jeez, yeah, no, I've, I've tapped into a lot of different shows, but. Uh, I haven't really been on uh, on any new animes, but then again, there's so many out there, and there's so many that are like people are like, oh, if you're on Netflix, you gotta watch these. But then people send me these weird sites where like you have to watch a specific <laughs> Japanese version, and I get like nine viruses. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Man. Honestly, a lot for anime, anime connoisseur. Oh, I did not just claim that, but anyway, <laughs> I feel like a lot of the older animes are a lot better than a lot of the newer animes. But I mean, they're there's a bunch of new animes out yeah. now that are good, but it's just like my taste is more into like older ones. So like 
for example, I would recommend Samurai Shampoo, which is like mm-hmm. a way older anime okay. compared to these new ones, just because of like, for example, soundtrack, like the music is beautiful, the artwork is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, if I ever asked you for a commission, I would be like, yo, Samurai Shampoo. Yeah, for sure. I've actually painted a shoot for that uh, for that show before. Oh, for real? Uh, and I remember looking into, like, just the animation of it looked really good. Yeah, it's I sick. remember I had to paint the... Uh, the scene that I painted was from the actual, like, uh, intro, like, the, the beginning of the show. Okay, like, yeah, theme, yeah. I guess you can yeah. say. And just watching that, like, that 30 seconds, I was like, oh, this one looks actually really proper. Exactly. For me, it's about, like, the animation that I like the most. If that attracts me, then I'll watch the show. Like, I remember watching clips of My Hero Academia, seeing, like, the fight scenes. And I was like, okay, this one looks crazy. <laughs> you know, if it doesn't capture me like that, then it's hard for me to get into it. Again, like Naruto, like wild fight scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like that off the bat, I'm like, Jeez. I'm getting into. Um, so yeah, no, there's a lot. Uh, that's a good recommendation. I'll, I'll honestly, try it out, and it's really bite sized. Like, it's like 20 episodes. So you're, oh, you're nice. It's in and out, and you Perfect. just got a nice, great experience. Yeah. And then if you want to deep, delve a little deeper, try Cowboy Bebop, and you're Cowboy like, Bebop. same dude made it. Also bite sized. Nice. Other kind of idea, great animation, great storytelling. Yeah. Try it out for sure. I have a friend of mine that like loves uh, Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a, a guy owner of Malice Studios. Okay, demo, everything yeah. he does is around space yeah. cowboys and stuff like that. So, so I got introduced to that show through him, but uh, yeah, that one I've seen a lot about that one too. But good, good recommendations. I honestly check them out. Dude, uh, like I would consider it an absolute must if you yeah? see recent okay. animations are incredible. Right, uh, taking it back, since you work with Appartement Du Sang, have you with your work with Saint Woods? How was that? Did that come about? What exactly was that prior to doing your painting, or because aren't they associated? Yeah, I think they are associated in some regard. So I actually have my contact at St. Woods that helped me get the opportunity with Apartment 200. So I've, I haven't really worked with St. Woods necessarily, mm-hmm. like with me, myself, and the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like networked pretty well with the actual people that work for St. Woods. So you look at like Daryl Belmont, for example, or Thomas Pilgrim. Like he's one of my contacts at St. Woods that I've worked with. I've painted like Uggs for him, the, the mm-hmm. Renan, uh, not Renan Snippy, Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. Uggs are on my page. Those are for him. I give like my merch and stuff. So I've networked with him over the past like two, two and a half years. And through that networking, I got the opportunity with Apartment 200. So I haven't worked with St. Woods personally, uh, but by working or working with people that work for St. Woods, I got that with Apartment 200. So um, yeah, but hopefully something with St. Woods is going to be on, on the verge. Uh, we're, I'm still designing things on the side and sending it to people that work for St. Woods to see if they're interested for something down the line. I might have something coming out with New Regime, uh, so that might be out in like a month or so, so okay. we'll see. I can't, I don't really want to release anything, but we'll see what happens. I'm trying to work as much as possible with local people or local brands to, to try to push the, mm-hmm. you know, the envelope locally as much as possible. Um, so those opportunities are coming in and I'm taking them as they come. So. I mean, while talking about networking, I just mean like going back to customization like with your shoes you reached out i mean you've gotten like big names under yeah. that got like your shoe like for example roy woods yeah. how that like do you mind telling us like how that came about or? yeah roy woods honestly was the one i wasn't expecting to happen at all uh i don't, honestly i'll start honestly well i have to give a shout out to kyron i know he's your boy oh, big up kyron, kyron was the guy that like helped me kind of transcend out of just doing like customs for friends and then actually like turning into a business. So Kyron was actually the first person that I worked out, uh, not worked out with, but worked for, um, that had some the type Boondocks. of following. Yeah, and the Boondocks way, was, was I think you made two for Kyron? Was it Mickey Mouse or am I going crazy? Uh, I don't think I did no? the Mickey Mouse okay, one, but the Boondocks mind. one was definitely Okay, yeah, his. then the Boondocks. Yeah, so I worked with him and uh, he had a platform. Obviously his YouTube channel, his Instagram has a lot of followers too. So 
he was the one that actually kind of like put me on originally. And then through that, I realized, okay, like I can actually get some bigger names. And then so I hit up my boy Ram Riddles, who's an artist from Toronto. He was like my first like celebrity client, you want if you want to say. And he's like obviously from Toronto, so he has a lot of friends in Toronto. So I remember I just one night DM'd like everybody on his following list, like, yo, like I'm doing this, this, and that. Like if you're interested, I can give you a custom. This and uh, that's how kind of I approached it. And I remember I DM'd Roy Woods on like uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, he was at, probably at home. <laughs> I didn't think of that either because like this guy has no time to answer DMs usually. I'm, I'm expecting right, um, but Christmas, yeah, I know New Year's Eve. I'm like this guy's probably at home, so I sent it and like midnight, the guy answers me. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like at like a at a venue with my my family for New Year's Eve, and I'm like losing my mind. Like everybody's celebrating the New Year. I don't care about the New Year. Like, <laughs> you like, just sound like you're No one in the place knows who Roy is. Like, Bro, you don't understand how big this is. That's and, uh, so yeah, honestly, like, it was Kyron, Ram Riddles, and then right away, like Roy Woods, like million followers and everything like that. So for him, I did the Dragon Ball Z customs. Um, I think it was Goku on both sides. Uh, crazy piece. He liked it a lot, and then through him, he posted on his story, and then I got messaged by uh, one of guy, one of Killy's boys. Yeah. Uh, so I did something for Killy. I did Death Note. I did like uh, Ryuk. I think on both shoes for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 88 Camino, who's part of 88 Glam. I've done work for. Uh, come down. It's like a group from Toronto, Fiji oh, and uh, yeah. Castro. I've done work for both of them. Yeah. I've done, uh, oh man, it's hard to remember all of them. The DJ duo Dubs, like uh, I think they're Canadian at one point. I think they live in LA now, but they were huge. They're probably my, in terms of followers, they're my biggest client to date. Um, a couple other ones, man. Honestly, I, mean, I can't say. remember all. Of them. But they're all on my Instagram for the most part. You'll see. Uh, you'll see all my work there. And just like, cause I know right now you were talking about doing like a transition from like customization to more like commission piece stuff yeah. like that. How was that whole transition? I mean, going into customs, I knew it was going to be kind of like a one to two year thing. Cause I knew like, cause customs have been done for years too, right? Like already going into it at the time that I did, there was already like that kind of division where people were like, either they liked still, they still liked custom shoes and they're like, bro, this is the most whack thing. Even yeah. like, even wearing black Air Forces, so much division on that. Or like <laughs> Air Forces in general, people either rock with them still or they're like, yo, this is the wackest shoe. Just don't take our mic before you leave, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep them on edge, you know? But uh, honestly, I might though, it's a nice mic. But, um, but now, so even getting into customs, I was already at a point where people were like, it was hard to find, like it was, I was getting criticism and also like huge approval for the customs that I was doing. Um, so I knew that it was going to be about a one or two year thing before I wanted to kind of change because just doing something over and over again, because to date I've painted over 200 pairs of Air Forces, oh, damn, Air yeah. Forces alone. Yeah. So when you do something for so long, you start to lose the desire to do it, you know? Because it's kind of uh, like Monday. Yeah, and I feel like I've already proved the point that I can paint a shoe, but I also have ideas that extend out of custom, so I'm like, might as well you know, diversify my page as much as possible because people were getting tired of just seeing the same black Air Force with some character on it. So I felt like I, get, I, did, I did that platform and that medium justice and now I want to move on to more like uh, challenging, I guess, more other challenges in terms of the food art, the canvases, uh, denim pieces, clothing, collabs, stuff like that. So. And how are people taking it, like the people that follow you or just like... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to gauge, honestly. I think there's some people that miss the customs because those are the things that, you know, I get a lot of uh, engagements on. Right. And the new stuff, so it, being in its new stage is not as popular. I guess, like, not a lot of people are engaging with it in the same way they did with customs. But for me personally, I think in order to scale upwards and scale my name and scale my business, I have to kind of 
diversion to different things. To do customs, I think I, I plateaued to a certain extent. I, I made it as far as I did, but then it was kind of starting to taper off and you know, I felt like if I would, I would have to diversify things down the line in order to continue growing. So the change that I made, you know, maybe some people didn't like it, but I feel like it's important for, you needed for it me down grow. the line. Yeah, exactly. So I was just wondering, how exactly did you choose to use memes as a medium on your page? I mean, I, I oh, love yeah. good memes and I've been onto memes for a long time. And I can, I can see you've been into meme culture forever. Yeah, so. no, for sure. Why exactly? For me, honestly, I don't, I don't like to... I put out the content that is, a, is true to me, you mm -hmm. know? Like, I want my page to be a reflection of who I am. So a lot of times I'll, I'll make my captions funny or I'll post memes like that. Because like, I like to keep things lighthearted. Like, I'm not a type serious type of guy. And I don't want my page to be like that either. So I like to keep things loose, man. Like post some memes, make people laugh. If they engage my content, cool. Some people follow me only for memes. They have no, no interest in anything I do artistically and I don't blame them. And they're just like, yo, post some memes, like I'm trying to laugh. And it's like, you know, that's how I approach things too. Like, you know, I don't like to, to keep things too like uh, politically correct either or it's too boring or too like business-like, like posting motivational quotes in the morning. Like I'm not that type of guy, you know? I'm not, I'm gonna wake up at 4 a.m. and record myself jogging. Like that's not who I am. Like posting memes, posting cool stuff and keep it like that. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing for a while now, posting the memes and it's kind of gravitated into my, kind of my persona mm -hmm. online. People are like, yo, this guy posts fire memes. And so I've continued kind of, I've continued it just to, to keep it on. And also because it makes me laugh. Cause I, Honestly, I kind of want your TikTok algorithm. It looks so good. You yeah, TikTok, good yeah. It's all about liking, man. You gotta like the good stuff and you get fine. TikTok's algorithm, honestly, out of all the social media, it's is insane. Yeah. It's insane. Even for business, like you can grow really rapidly. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it myself because I'm too busy looking at memes, but <laughs> if I, when I crack down on the business side, it's gonna food. Yeah. Does TikTok look like uh, something you would use in the future? Like yeah, for, for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm doing my research now. Um, it was hard to get into TikTok for customs because I didn't want to show too much of my process either. There's a lot of things that I do that kind of give me the competitive edge in the, in the industry and why my customs last longer than others and you know, so I didn't want to reveal too much of that but the canvases are something that I'm like heavily invested into TikTok with so I haven't posted anything yet but um, I've been looking at a lot of other content creators like painters on TikTok, kind of seeing how they approach it on the app and mimicking it myself. So yeah, definitely down the line, TikTok's gonna be a massive part of it, just because the the scalability on TikTok's insane compared to uh, Facebook or Instagram. But not only that, I think you can make it an art piece of its own. Like you can, yeah. how you edit your your piece of work, it's just gonna end up coming out as content of its own. Exactly. Reflective yeah. of your exactly. creative process, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I do want to like engage more personally with my with my followers as well. For them, for the time being, I, until now, honestly, I've been very like. I don't really show my face often. I don't really go out to the public events. I'm kind of just like in, in my lab type thing, just cooking out things. Um, so things like this are good ways to engage my followers and actually show face. And I want to do that as well on TikTok. So maybe show people how I paint, how I paint canvases, like the kind of behind the scenes stuff. Cause I feel like there's a, an audience that wants to see those things, but I haven't really tapped into that yet. Um, so hopefully down the line, definitely this year and moving forward, that's going to be a big part of it too. You know, Stuff like this is going to, People don't know who I am or don't know yeah, how I definitely. look because it's happened often too, right? People will run up to people that have my customs thinking that they're me. <laughs> like, like, yo, daddy, you're sick, man. And it's like some guy's like, I don't know who you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, I bought these. Like, I got yeah, them. Yeah, I bought those off some kid. Like, like, who is that guy? So, so this is how I look. I mean, it's not the prettiest, but uh, 
I guess now it'll end those confusions for sure. But I mean, it's cool also. You kind of had like what, like, um, who's someone like Sia, but not Sia. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had a guy, I had a guy in an interview compare me to Banksy. Like, like <laughs> oh, he just made an R, but no one knows how he looks. Like, yeah, I guess that was a fair comparison. But I'm, I'm, I had plans on ending that for a while, like kind of coming, like uh, showing face. But uh, I just didn't reveal. know how to go about it, right? You should have just straight up did a face review. It was yeah, like, hey, exactly. guys, 10 likes, and I'll do a face <laughs> review. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm grateful that this is the way that it's going about, like, doing stuff like this is stuff that I'm super thankful for, and that I think is a good way of actually introducing myself, right? And it's clearly, it's a great way to introduce your brand, and like you said, scalability. With the examples you mentioned earlier, it's not by Kev, or like, uh, uh, in Potato, Yeah. kind of have... Similar style, right? Sure. Can play with memes and OG yeah. cartoons. How does it feel to see them doing so well and just kind of like, for example, Imran's Potatoes uh, ad campaigns are so unique and kind of meme just play around. Yeah, honestly, I, I love that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that somebody who like uses that type of style gets the credibility that he does because that's the stuff that I want to do eventually as well. So him proving that it actually can work is like motivation for somebody like me to like continue to pursue it, right? Because if it if it's flopping for everybody, it's probably gonna flop for me. But showing like people like Slumpy Kevin, Brown Potato, mm -hmm. seeing the opportunities that they've gotten through their work and through the way they approach the things, for me, it's like you know, it's proof that that I can if I follow down this path as I am already doing, mm -hmm. you know, there's a chance that I can actually tap into that as well. So. And even though you've seen like custom air forces and you're trying to shy away from them, would you be looking into maybe customizing your own shoe with your own branding in the future? Yeah, like, seen all that's year? A, yeah, it's crazy you mentioned that because that's really what I'm doing right oh, now. Sure. Nice. I, I have it's not that like I, I hate painting customs. It's mm -hmm. just I've done it to the point where like I no longer have an interest in it in the sense of like painting the same anime characters and stuff like that. Because people love certain anime shows to the point where I've painted like gone like 4,000 times oh like, my god if I see like uh, shout out Hunter x Hunter yeah you know like if I, if I see we love you one more time like I'm gonna become him like I'm losing him right you know so it's like I, I lo have love for the shows but when you see when you do it too often yeah, it's like, but, but I do want to continue Air Force Customs and to a certain extent but the way that you propose is exactly how I want to get back into it so I'm developing like an abstract style that I'm working on for on canvases but I'm looking at a way to actually like translate that style onto a custom shoe. So kind of like a one for one thing, like one day on sale for a fixed price, you mm -hmm. get like a an abstract duddy custom and uh, kind of like a one of one thing. Every piece is gonna be unique, so every okay. every shoe is gonna have its own style. So the one that you buy is gonna be completely unique. And uh, so that's coming down the line. It's uh, so with summer approaching, I want to I want to do it as well because winter here, man. You, yeah, it's custom shoes, <laughs> waterproof, and everything that I do, it's, it's not the time to be wearing Air Forces. So, mm -mm. Uh, but yeah, but no, it's definitely in the plans. That's a good point. It's a good good idea. I kind of touch everything. Uh, do you got anything you want to bring up or? Uh, that's a good point, man. Good question. I'm not really, man. I don't really have anything like massive coming up this summer. I, t I kind of take opportunities as they come, so. Um, we'll see, man. I got some some collabs coming out pretty soon. Maybe some merch dropping down the line. Um, abstract paintings. Maybe an exhibition later this year. Maybe some public Ooh. events as well. Like uh, I had an idea for later this year, where like we pull up to like let's say Mount Royal. I'll have like things ready uh, for people to paint, like one of one type stuff, and I'll make some merch out of like the things that you paint. So for example, like a mural like this, for example, blank. You pull up to the venue. I have like markers and spray paint bottles. 
you tag whatever you want, you put whatever you want on the wall, and then we'll, you, we'll do something with the actual mural. Like, we'll sell prints oh, of it for it. charity, so, we'll sell prints oh, of it for, for whatever the case may be. So, a lot of stuff like that. I want to do more public things as well, get my face out there, get my name out there as much as possible. So, would we see more content creation out of TikTok, maybe YouTube, things along those lines? Yeah, I think so, too. trying to touch into? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I'm definitely going to have somebody recording, like, these events that I'm going to be planning and, you know, create some content around that. Definitely YouTube would be cool to tap into, TikTok as well. So, uh, yeah, I definitely expect that, for sure. So, do you have any suggestions for anyone trying to create content like you do or trying to create, tap into the creative, creative world? What's your tips and tricks? I would say honestly, just do some, do create your art or create whatever your your content around something you genuinely have an interest in, because it's just going to be way easier to do it like that. Like for me, I chose cartoons because I'm generally interested in that stuff. I'm passionate about it, right? So, thinking of ideas or thinking of inspiration, I just think of the stuff that I grew up on, and so it's very easy that way. So, if you're trying to make a business out of something that you're not really tied to, it's going to be hard to to be motivated, hard to work on it. So, I would honestly just try to tailor down to something you're genuinely interested in. It doesn't matter what it is either. Some people are so like insecure of their interests. Like if you like Nerf guns, bro. Do it. There's an audience for everything. And people don't notice that. They're like, oh man, I like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but I don't think anybody's going to care about that. Like, bro, there's millions of people who love Yu-Gi-Oh. Like just put out Yu-Gi-Oh content. Honestly, if uh, you like it, there's definitely another exactly, niche of people sure. that like, like it too. There's people making millions of dollars like making origami. And they're like, they don't care. Yeah. Like, they're, they're flying. Yeah. Like people, I don't know, man. Like, Making potato clocks. It works. Like, someone's going to care about it, man. How much weird stuff do you see on TikTok every day and these people are booming just yeah, following something they're genuinely much. interested in? I saw a guy today with, like, billions of views on, on TikTok, like, just making different types of coffee in the morning, like, grounding beans and stuff. But the guy, like, you could tell, he cares about coffee. Mm-hmm. And people tap into that. So that's why my advice lies is just do something, create something around something you're passionate about. It doesn't matter how weird it is. Some, there's an audience out there for everything and just... Just do it full force, man. Honestly, do what you love. That's it. Man. Love what you're doing. Exactly. Love exactly. all. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, up. thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, man. It honestly means a lot. Hopefully. Same, same. <laughs> thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll and many, man. quickly, where can people find you? On Instagram mainly, Daddy Dario. Uh, my website as well. I have some links to articles I've been in, interviews I've been in, uh, TikTok. All the links are on the same under uh, under the same username, Daddy Dario. So. All right. Awesome. Thank awesome. You, Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you.